enjoy every moment of being single because once you're married, like your whole life changes for good. But I feel like both seasons of your life are so good in their own way. So definitely enjoy it. And don't, I mean, it's not wrong to like long for marriage because I definitely long to be married, but just enjoy it. Don't let that take away the joy of like being present and enjoying each moment. Um, and then also, I think it's very valuable to work through like any pain and trauma that you have mm-hmm. before yeah. you enter a relationship because you don't want to bring in baggage that you need to work through yourself um, if you can like work through it beforehand. I know that was like crucial for me mm-hmm. um, in our relationship. I'm glad you ain't bringing that over. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, we have Lauren and Jakari Moore. Lauren is a wardrobe stylist, personal shopper, and content creator. She loves traveling the world and experiencing new cultures. On a typical weekend, you can catch Jakari and Lauren hosting a game night with friends, which means she has to make her signature guac. Y'all, I'm so excited to have on my lovely friends, Lauren and Jakari. Hello. Thanks for having us. Hey, hey, everyone. Like, we're excited, so excited to be here and um, so grateful that you gave us this platform to just talk today. So let's get this party started. Let's <laughs> go. Thank you guys for being on. If you all don't know, Jakari literally is my brother from another mother. Like, y'all, he is the brother I never had. And <laughs> is my sister from another mister. All right. So I'm just so excited to have you both on today. Um, if you guys personally don't know Lauren Jakari, they recently got married in December, December, and I actually had the honor of being at their wedding. And really? so it was beautiful. It was awesome. Y'all, I felt like I was like in some like Beyonce video, like at the after party. I was like, y'all know how to party. They had a Drake cutout. What's it called? Like a Drake? Like, yeah. <laughs> Cardboard cutout of Drake. You had to come. It, it, Drake had to be there. You know, it's good when Drake's there. So could you guys share a little bit before we get started? How did y'all meet? You want to kick it off? Sure. So we met at our church's leadership Christmas party in 2018. I was in a place where I wasn't trying to date anybody, naturally. Um, And I feel like you were too, just because when I found out later, like we were both in relationships that were just... I don't know. It was with people that like we knew it wasn't going anywhere and we kind of just like prolonged it. And so we're like in a season where we just wanted to like focus on ourselves. Sorry if I'm speaking for you, but (laughs) um, that's where I was at. And I feel like you were too when I found out later. But anyways, I spotted him at the Christmas party and I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Like, I wonder if he's single, just like being a girl. And so I feel like I recognized him from the worship team. And so I asked our friend Mayeski, um, who was also on the worship team, just like, I wanted to know two questions, what his name was, and if he was single, had no intentions with like finding out that information, like I had no plans. And so I found out his name was Shikari and that um, he was single. And so whatever, I went on my way to like go dance and be with my friends. They told you I was single? <laughs> I love how they do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> 
um, she went and told him like, hey, this girl's asking about you. She's wearing like a silver metallic dress. Like you should go find her. Um, and so then we all go to this like speakeasy downtown and I see him walk in and just beelines to me. And I'm like freaking out. Oh, wait, I got to tell this part. I got to tell this part. Right, go. <laughs> so this, so it's funny because um, the, the way they described Lauren, I'm like, okay, they didn't really do, they did a good job, but it wasn't something that, the way they described her, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but they did a good enough job for me to identify who she was when I actually saw her. So, um, you know, we went to this, this place called, what was it? Mathers. Mathers. Everyone went to that place that night, um, after our church event. And, um, I walked in and I see the, the girl as they described her. And then I said, you know what? That may be her. She looks a lot better than what they described her. (laughs) And and so, um, I said, but I'm not going to be awkward and go up there and, and, and say, hey, are you are you this girl that so-and-so described to me? Because <laughs> that's what's just going to be awkward. So I just had a different way of doing it. I said, you know what? I'm just going to walk straight past her. And if I catch her, her, if I catch her eye, I know it's her. And I was staring at him the whole yeah. time as he's like walking past me, like shrugging my like friend next to me. I'm like, he's here, he's here, he's here. Yeah, so that was the moment I knew I'm like, that's definitely her. And so um, after that confirmation, I walked up to her and I said, I heard you were looking for me. And I responded, yeah, I think you're cute. (laughs) And we just ended up talking like the rest of the night. We exchanged numbers. We hung out like the next day. Yeah, we went to a party the next day. Our friend Jesse, shout out to Jesse. I love her. Yes. Um, She made me dance embarrassingly, but. Oh, yeah, because I didn't know him. So I'm like, let's dance at the party. Like, and just like pulling him out to the dance floor. And he's like hating it. (laughs) And it's just like, why are you making me do this? But I didn't know. It's just like, let's have a good time. And yeah, I found out later that he hated that moment. But um, anyways. That's all she Later that there. week, he asked me out on our first date, and now we're married. So super intentional from night one. I love it. I just thought when you guys said Mathers, right? Um, mm-hmm. When I was living in Orlando, I was like one of my last nights there before I was moving back to Miami, and I invited both of you. You guys weren't together. This was like six months before y'all met. And you, but like, I think Lauren, you were just leaving when Jakari was just getting there. And it was so, it's crazy to think like six months before y'all even met at that same spot, like you, like we're both there, like, but you guys missed each other. I I remember that. Yeah. I think about that. Like, that's crazy. It is crazy. It's so wild. Um, I was like, I saw a quote the other day and it was like, if you meet the right person in the wrong time, it's the wrong person. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like so crazy like how you all could have met that night but probably nothing would have happened or just it wasn't the right time because like you said you guys were in different seasons different mindset and everything oh absolutely so, yeah. yeah I can speak to that yeah firm believer that um God makes these divine appointments and I do think it was divine but um he made the appointment that was up to us to kind of keep it and uh keep the appointment and keep things in, in the right perspective so it was crazy. Never would imagine it ended up that way. I know. Wild, right? I love it. I love it. 
Y'all, so thank you for sharing your story. And we're going to talk about something interesting. Some of you guys listening may know a lot about this and be fans of it. And some of you are going to be like, what is this? So we're going to talk a little about the Enneagram today. And the reason why um, we're touching this topic is Lauren actually, she helped me understand what the Enneagram was um, way more than I ever knew it before. And so Lauren, could you explain a little bit about what the Enneagram is and what does that mean? Yes. So I'm not an expert in this. I'm just sharing off of like my experience and I did a little bit of research just so I sound more knowledgeable, but (laughs) basically the Enneagram is a system of personality types that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. So to figure out your Enneagram, there's nine different ones that you can be. Um, You can take a test or you can get a book and read the nine types and kind of figure that out. And that's what we did with you. Um, I have a book that I swear by. Um, It's called The Wisdom of the Enneagram. And in the beginning of each type, they have like a questionnaire that you can go through and kind of just ask yourself like, does this apply to me and check yes or no. And then you can quickly figure out what Enneagram you are, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was, that was spot on girl y'all. So it was so funny. It was January of 2020 pre pandemic. Hello. And I was at Lauren's house and we got to the topic of Enneagram and um, we're talking about like numbers. I'm like, I think I'm like a four or six. And she's like, really? you're, you're a lot like Jakari. I think you're a one. He's a one. I'm like, girl, there's no way I'm a one. So she's like, here, take this test. So you give me the book. I read it. I like add up all my numbers and it goes out to be, I'm a one. I'm like, oh my gosh, low. I'm a one. I'm a one. I'm like, like, what's the life? So I started reading it and I was like, so I don't even know if you remember that day. I was so hooked. I I was like, dude, this is insane. Like everything it said was like, this is me. Like, oh my goodness. This is me when I'm healthy. And this is me when I ain't healthy. It's such a crazy feeling when you like find out your number. Cause you're like, I just, I understand myself so much more. And it's oh my crazy to think that like somebody else, like who wrote all this, like knows you inside and out. And so it's really cool. <laughs> so if you haven't taken it, I highly recommend it. Yeah. And I feel like ever since then, it brought so much awareness to myself like that in that month, that's actually when I began counseling. And I told my counselor, I was like, oh, by the way, I'm a type one Enneagram. And she was like, oh my goodness, this helps me so much in my work. And I was like, really? I was like, awesome. (laughs) And she began to just point things out where I was like, A, what does that even mean? And then Mm -hmm. when she explained it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like that's exactly what I've been thinking my entire life. And I think what's so cool about it is like, I feel like the Myers-Briggs, it's like, it tells you how people view you, but this one is like how you view the world. Right. And I learned things about myself that I never even knew or like even understood like black and white thinking. I'm like, what, what is that even like, what's black and white thinking? And she went to explain it and I was like, oh, dang. Oh, hot dang. Yeah, that's right. And then we began to like go into areas of like, Hey, not everything's black and white. Like there's some areas in your life that there needs to be a gray area. Like it can't just be this or that. Right. And, um, another thing she shared with me, that was just like a mic drop moment where I was just like for 30 seconds pause. Cause I was reflecting in every like, um, time in my life where this had happened. And she was like type ones, which are known as like the reformers or the perfectionists, um, 
tend to, when something doesn't go their way or the way they planned it, quote, or want it to go, instead of erasing what happened and rewriting a new story, we'll just rip the page out of the book and pretend it never happened. Okay, new book. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, my girl got me. She got me. And then I began to reflect on my own life. How many times did I just rip the page out of the book instead of erasing what happened and rewriting a new story? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm every time I see him like, dude, thank you so much for like sharing that with me because it truly, uh, low, it truly changed my life because I began to understand the way I, I think, and that has been like happening for the last 24 years, but I never understood why I thought the way I did. I thought that was just normal. Right. And so could y'all, um, understanding, I know Lauren, you're a type A and Jakara, you're one. What what team ones represent? Um, how, <laughs> how does um, understanding each other's type like bring um, more understanding to you, but also each other? Like you're in communication and y'all's relationship. Like how does that help it? Yeah, I think, um, and I'll be honest, I haven't read the book. Um, I, I lean on the understanding of, of Lauren's and, and her knowledge um, from re- reading the book. Um, and it's not to say it's not a great book. I think it's a wonderful book. I just uh, have to find time to invest to really get down into the details. But I've, I've benef- benefited from the concept of the Enneagram just through her expressing what she thinks about it and her teaching me certain things about um, the Enneagram. And I, th- I think we started a conversation one night, we were just laying across the bed um at her house before we were married and we were just talking about oh well I think you're this and I think you're that and I'm like why and she's reading stuff and I'm like you don't know me and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like that's people's first reaction that was my reaction too I was like that was my reaction like I was so against it at first because but like that's not the purpose of it the purpose like you said is to understand your true identity and why you do things a certain way and why you think things a certain way and give you understanding about why other people do things a certain way and their motive behind things. So yeah. I think you said the key word. Um, it's, it's a tool to help you become more aware. It's, it's not the, a, a lot of what I've witnessed. A lot of people tend to use it as an excuse for certain things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm the one. That's why I did this. And, and that's where that's we, we can kind of like, um, we can kind of, put ourselves in a box or use it um, in a way to basically say it's okay that I'm this way because I'm this. And mm, that's that's a place that you don't want to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's intended to provide a direction of view of how you are based on your personality traits, based on certain things, backgrounds and upbringings that kind of form your personality. And the more you the more you know about your personality and the person that you're with, the more you become more uh, flexible and to become integrated because you're being more you're being more aware of who they are and why they are that way and vice versa. So the intent is for you to become more integrated with the world and see things from different vantage points. So you're not so in a box. Mm -hmm. So you're not reacting to people based on how you would react. Right. So are you, you're not being offended that someone did something a certain way because you wouldn't do it that way. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's allowing you to be more open-minded 
um, so you can become better integrated with other personality traits. So that's the way that I look at it. And I, I feel that it, it, it connected us at a deeper level because of that. Um, there's some things that Lauren would ask me to do or want to talk about that I don't want to do. And that's because of many factors. I just wasn't involved with, you know, tough conversations in my life and having to have conversations in my life on, on a emotional level, you know, sharing your feelings and like all these different things. I just didn't have that in my life growing up. So that part of me kind of was stale, but she loves to talk about those things. Right. And so I can't react to her a certain way and say, oh, I don't like this. All right. Or use that to impact our relationship. I have to be open minded and really just seek why she wants to know and seek what value is she's going to get from this? And then it helps me to think less about what I feel and what I know and to consider her thoughts and why she's asking. And that kind of grew our relationship. And it's not something that's going to change or overnight or it's not something that you resolve. It's something that you work on daily. And it's like this you know, cycle of, oh, today I need to really think about what I'm doing. It's awareness, being aware really think about what I'm saying. And that will kind of continue to build your relationship and, and grow. So I think it helped us in that regard, for sure. That was so good. You nailed it. And I think we all had the same um, idea of it before. Like when I heard of it, I'm like, don't put me in a box. Like I ain't a number, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, no, like, wait, let's like not get offended here. Like, it's like, yeah. it's such a tool for growth and it's a tool yeah. to not only understand ourselves better, but our friends, our family, <laughs> You know, um, and I feel like when either you're in a romantic relationship with someone that's a different number or a friendship, you guys can sharpen each other. Like, you know, there's a different areas that Lauren's like strong in, then you can help Jakari in that. And there's areas that Jakari's stronger in that you can help Lauren in that. And that together, like Jakari was saying, like you integrate, like you become stronger yeah. because yeah. of that. Mm -hmm. And so you nailed that, brother. Um, speaking of of this. I'm curious, what are y'all's love languages? We're going we're gonna to go a little off topic here, but speaking of the Enneagram, it's kind of similar. <laughs> what are y'all's love languages? We, when the last time we did the test? I don't know, but when I took it, my love language is uh, quality time, number one. And that kind of goes around with like you and just yeah. friends. Like I just want to spend time with the people that I love. And then... My second most popular one was physical touch. Like, I just want to be close to him, like, all the time. And I'm Aww. good. So those are my top two. But, I mean, I all of them are amazing. I thought your number one was something else. No. Because my number one was quality time. We had the same number ones? I, yours was quality <laughs> This is so entertaining to watch. Acts of service. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Quality time, acts of service. Yeah. yeah. And then touch was like the last one on the list which makes me sad <laughs> yeah. wait what yeah. Jakar, you're the first guy i've ever talked to that like usually most guys they're like, like, like stats wise most like number one is physical touch so right. i'm like what yeah. uh i think it's yeah quality time and <laughs> Which that really hurt me when I found out <laughs> because I'm such a like, touch me. like That's so funny. Well, now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my God, I could see that. Because when we're at Gettys or whatever, Jakari's not really like the touchy typey, like you'll be giving him the hug and he's like, babe, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I had to bring up when we first started dating and 
he told me it was like he doesn't like PDA which I respect that I'm like I'm not trying to like be all over you in public but I'm like if we're in private like sure let's be close (laughs) so I feel like I would not say that uh, physical touch is like your last or that you don't like it, it. was when we took the test it was when we took the test I would, I would beg to differ now I was about to take the test after this to see yeah they're about to take it let us know let us know what y'all Updated are results yeah yeah <laughs> after married life well yeah I think quality time like I can literally like sit I can I love just doing everything yeah Lauren. there's funny moments like just just so the audience since we're friends now but um funny money when our within our marriage and it happens often like I made like I'm so occupied with work and just on the phones all day so many conversations so many decisions Lauren would tell me something I just, it just goes on my head like I unintentionally I just don't comprehend what she's saying in the moment or I don't grasp what she's trying to tell me and so she'll say something like you know I'm going to work or I'm going to someone's house or something and I don't, I'll say, oh, okay, in the moment, but I don't really allow that to like kind of seek in because I'm doing so many things. And so she'll be getting ready <laughs> if I'm about to leave and I'll be like, oh no, you're about to leave me. <laughs> and I'm like, of things like millions of times and he'll still like never remember. And I'll be like, oh no, what I'm going to do without you now? Like she's just gone for a couple hours. But that's just a sign of like, I just, I really appreciate um quality time and we don't really have to be doing anything we can watch a show like cook like the simplest things and that keeps us going so I feel like that's been the greatest thing about being married is just being together all the time which also shout out to like having jobs where we can work from home because I know that's not like a a realistic outcome for most people but um since we're both quality time, it's great just being together every moment of every day. <laughs> you guys are so cute. And now that y'all also being said like quality time, I think that's like number one for both of you guys, right? Quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, I could totally see that. Like every time I go to visit Orlando, it's just like at your house, you got the gang, we're chilling, doing game night. L- Lauren's got her famous guac out there. And it's mm-hmm. like, so much fun and it's not necessarily what we're doing but who we're doing it with and yeah. if we need to like be somewhere fancy or bougie like we'll just be at your house having a game night but we will be up until like two in the morning cracking up laughing yeah, like, yeah. you know and y'all um us type ones we can get competitive when we play co- uh, board games you know what i'm saying that's so right jakari that's right. goes in on yeah. the board games what's yeah. that game that we play with the train ticket to oh, ride ticket to ride that was a it's ride don't come for me. Yo, yeah. you want to see Don't someone's play true play colors, play tickets to ride. You'll see someone's true colors. <laughs> it's so true. Such a good game. So how is life, now that y'all are married, different than it was before? Oh, man. <laughs> it's so different. Um, in in it's It's just... My, my my advice would be marriage for, for those who are not married it's nothing it's nothing like you think it is mm. but it's it's more than what you can ever imagine mm. but it's nothing like you think it is um I think I think it's it's revealed to me that everything that I thought marriage was kind of went out the window 
uh, for me personally, when we got married, um, it's, 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 it's the act of really, really sacrificing every day and be and choosing to be selfless, uh, which is the hardest thing you can do because you're coming from a single way of living. You're coming from, you know, everything being single-minded into a journey with someone else where you have to choose to deny yourself mm-hmm. every day. And even in moments from the small things, you know, whether it's like what meal you're going to eat or like, yeah. you know, the little things you have to like, try to be flexible and be willing to serve and like not get mad. Cause you know, someone didn't wash the dishes, you know, and all of that stuff. So it's, it's little things that it's, it's totally different than what you can imagine, but it's worth it. So um, one thing specific is um, um, from from when we wasn't married to what we, to to being married. What's different is I think I'm continually grow um, in terms of being able to communicate. Um, it's it's always been a challenge, and I'm still not perfect. I just got called out a few weeks ago, so <laughs> um, <laughs> but I witnessed the fruit of being open and the fruit of like continuing to share things that make you uncomfortable even while you're married it's a different reward when you're married um and i say that because when you're not married you do see the benefit you draw closer but when you are married it draws you more from an intimate perspective like you're because your your intimacy is intensified when you let your guards down and you become vulnerable and while you're married, you get to really realize and see the benefit and understand what that means. And so I really witnessed like doing something that I'm not comfortable doing as far as talking and sharing my emotion, it intensified the intimacy that Lauren and I had. So that's something that is, is different in terms of like my understanding and um, I'm, I'm going to continue to grow and like, figure that out along the way but that was a big one for me yeah what about you um I mean I would have touched on that too but kind of I mean I'm just touching on everything you're gonna say or you already said but I feel like the main thing that I experience is just going from being single-minded towards like everything's about us now Mm -hmm. and everything's about you um and how I can like serve you and like put your needs before mine because when you're single like you're only focused on yourself so it's definitely just like a mind switch yeah um which is a good thing it's a beautiful thing but it's just different so you have to be prepared for that and rhythms are important developing a rhythm of like um kind of figuring out what what your prayer life is going to be like when you're married it's different my prayer life is different than i'm married now than it was when I was single, um, the burden is different, you know? And so like you have a different burden, different needs and your perspective is totally different when you're married. And we're only, well, how many months, four, four, four or five months in, something like that. Um, but it's, it's, you can really feel the difference in your prayer. You want to keep, create these rhythms early so that you don't lose sense of like, centering God in everything that you do and so we're not every single day doing the same thing like that's not that's not something that we're doing but we intentionally identify hey we need to pray you know we need to do this or we need to do this 
or we need to go read, hey, let's read together, let's talk about it. And it may not be something we do every single day, but we're aware when we definitely need to do that. And so we created this rhythm of like just holding each other accountable, saying that we need to pray, we need to go and do this. And I think that's also been um, impactful while we've been married, being married. And it's different from when we were single. I love that, man. Y'all touched on so many good things. I'm like, what? I think that's um, what you said. You, I might butcher it, but you said it's it's not what you thought it was, or it, like marriage isn't what you right. think it is, but it's better than you ever imagined, right? right. Yeah. And I feel like, obviously, I'm not married, so I can kind of like guess what you're trying to. But like, I get where you're trying to say there is that people have this idea of marriage and it's like your life gets better, like life gets easier after you get married. Right. And it's like, not necessarily probably gets harder, but it, it's, it's more worth it. Yeah. You know, I feel like anything in life, like anything worth having is not easy. Anything worth having right. is going to be, um, takes to like, you have to fight for it. Right. Yeah. And, um, so it's so cool because you guys together, it's like, you've learned so much before going through your mentors that you both had before getting married and listening to them and, and getting all that like wisdom to you guys. Now you guys are now incorporating that in your marriage. Now you have friends like myself and I'm sure so many others that are looking up to you guys and saying like, wow, like we could see the fruit of your relationship. Like you guys have peace in your relationship. You guys are joy filled. You guys have hope for the future. And, um, one thing when talking about, like the hardest thing to do is, is, um, to, to like service for the other person, right? Like every single day, like you die to yourself and you're in service of the other person. And I, it was so beautiful. And I've never seen this, um, at a wedding where y'all actually washed each other's feet as, um, a sign of service, like starting day one of your wedding. And it was so beautiful. It was like, the I, y'all, I'll, I was tearing up behind my mask. Y'all. <laughs> I have my mask, but I was like, this better be waterproof because girls tearing up here. <laughs> and I was like, I'd never seen that before. I've seen like the breaking of bread and wine, but that was just like, wow. Like they're literally serving each other in their wedding dress, in their whole outfits, like in front of everybody yeah. like doing something that someone was like, wash feet. No. And it's like, no, it's beautiful because you love the person and you're saying like, Hey, I'm going to do anything for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether it's putting a ring on your finger or washing your feet, like I'm here for it and I'm here for you. And so seeing that was so beautiful. And, um, do you guys have like, maybe there's some singles listening, right. Or maybe someone's dating right now and they're like looking at marrying the person, but they're not sure. Like, do you have like any, um, advice that you would give them? I would say enjoy every moment of being single because once you're married, like your whole life changes for good. But I feel like both seasons of your life are so good in their own way. So definitely enjoy it. And don't, I mean, it's not wrong to like long for marriage because I definitely long to be married, but just enjoy it. Don't let that take away the joy of like being present and enjoying each moment. Um, and then also I think it's very valuable to work through like any pain and trauma that you have before you enter a relationship, because you don't want to bring in baggage that you need to work through yourself. Um, if you can like work through it beforehand, I know that was like crucial for me, um, in our relationship. 
I'm glad you ain't bringing that away. <laughs> 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 um, I think for those who are for those who are thinking about getting married, um, I think I think ask yourself why you're getting married. Um, that ultimately, and be honest with yourself, that ultimately will tell you if you're headed in the right direction. Um, if you think about marriage and what it was intended for and what God created it for, um, it's really supposed to be a symbol of, of him and, and how his love is for the church. And all that is is sacrifice. Everything God did for us is sacrifice and it was out of the servantship of his heart and, and, and his love for his people. And so it's really not about glam. It's really not about what you can get from this person or how this person can make you better. It's about what you can do to help expand God's kingdom with this person and um, really about serving them. And so my why was, you know, I looked at Lauren and I said, man, there's so much that we, we're gonna do together and I'm gonna empower you and do all I can to help you, you know, to achieve your goals and, um, advance and, and learn and all of those good things. It was all her, her, her. I just had this view of how I could, you know, just be a part of her, her legacy and what she wants to do and become one. And so that's, that's, that's when I knew like, you know, it's, it's right. And it wasn't a feeling thing. And it wasn't something that like, was in me like certain, like God said, marry this person. It, it, he didn't tell me that. You know, he, he wouldn't tell me that because he, he wants me to have the choice. Um, I know it was ordained. It was up for me to choose it and to keep it and to steward it. And so I just said, you know what, I want to do it. And so when you think about the why, my advice is think about why you're thinking about marrying that person and be honest with yourself. And it, it could be scary what, <laughs> what you reveal. Um, if it's anything about, you know, oh, you know, I, I feel good about myself when I'm with this person, then that's the wrong response, right? You want to be secure in yourself, have your own identity, um, you know, and, and feel good. Even if you never get married, be happy with that. And that's when you're at a state that you can move on to become one with someone else. So um, I, I, that would be my advice. Y'all. Y'all get a notebook, hit replay on what Jakari just said, because that was gold. That is so good. Ask yourself, why do you want to get married? And if you are dating someone, why do you want to get married with this person? That's so big. And also, yeah. Lo, what you said is make sure any things that you're hiding from your past, anything that you got to work on, whether it's trauma or whatever it is, get the help that you need, work on it. So then when you meet that person, you're ready, you're, you're whole, you're healed, and you're not bringing anything that doesn't need to be from the past into a new relationship. Right. And you both had your past relationships and those brought so much self-awareness to the both of you guys and knowing what you wanted, what you didn't want. And, and, um, you guys worked on yourselves before. So when you guys met each other, it was like, boom, you know, Jakari knew what he wanted, you know what you wanted. And, and safe to say, you guys had the peace of God in it as well. Mm -hmm. And so that was so good. Everything y'all just shared guys, I have to ask the last and final question of the pod. And that is if you knew then what, you know, now, 
what would you tell your younger self? You want to go first? You're late, Nella. <laughs> so I was thinking about this today and I don't think that like my younger self didn't know this, but just something I would tell myself just to like give that extra like reassurance is that no matter what, like God always has your best interest in heart. So if something's not working out in your timing, like he still got you and it's going to happen like when he wants it to happen. And when you look back, you're like, wow, like that was how it was supposed to be. So I would probably tell my younger self that like, just keep trusting in God, like know that he has your best interest at heart and he's going to provide for you. He's going to take care for you. And it's going to be beyond like what you imagine, whatever the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. That was he, so good. That touched me. <laughs> um, tell, that's what you would tell your younger self, but you just told me, my older self, okay. and I felt that. <laughs> I felt that too, Jakari. I felt that too. <laughs> uh, I would tell my younger self to invest as much time as possible learning who you are um, and who, who God created you to be. Um, and it's so much behind that. And being intentional with learning who you are would save you so much time and so much heartache and so much like confusion. Just take the time to really think about why you see the world that you see, you see it the way that you see it. Um, learn yourself and why you respond to certain ways to the, you know, the way you respond to certain things. I would say, um, it, it really, it really, like when I started to spend time learning who I was, it really opened up my world. It really helped me cope with things differently. It really made me go back and ask questions to my parents and say, hey, you know, when I was young, this and this, and really had good conversations and you bring healing from places that you didn't even know you were hurting from because mm -hmm. you couldn't identify with yourself with it. So invest as much time as you as you can learning yourself and it's important because we are all unique there is no one exact same person there's no copies you know there's no replicas it's literally you are unique so if that is true then what is it in you that god thought of to be special that needed that he needed to be a part of his world so that you can fulfill his purpose. What is it in you that is so different and so unique? That is power, you know, that is power that he created you uniquely in a way that there's no one else like you. So it's up to you to do something, right? It's up to you to do your part. And um, learning that will definitely set you on the path and it, it will just free you from a lot of things. So the earlier, the better. The earlier the better let's yeah. go let's go y'all y'all just spitting fire out here let's <laughs> go hello <laughs> jakari i want to thank y'all so much for um giving us some of your time tonight you know from sharing how y'all met to talking about all things enneagram to also talking about marriage and you know talking about a little bit of your single life before and and what it's like to really be married and um the best piece of advice that you guys just shared 
thank you guys again so much for tonight. I miss you guys so much. Like seriously, if I could just like teleport to Orlando to play game night with you and have some of your block, like I would do it right now after this episode. (laughs) Yeah, we got to hang out soon. I know I miss you guys and I appreciate appreciate you guys and hopefully we could see each other soon. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We love you. And thank you guys for listening. Um, we're praying for any, any, anyone who just needs it. Um, so we're speaking life of anyone. And if you found this interesting, um, we're, we're thank we're thankful just to have this platform. So thanks, Megan. Of course guys. And before I forget, where can people follow you guys on the gram websites? Let them know. Uh, my Instagram handle is more dot of dot low, more of low. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, even though I'm not on there that much. But I'll <laughs> say, hey, send a note. I'll say what's up. Um, it's at Jakari Moore, and it's spelled J-A-C-A-R-R-I Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Full government name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love you guys so much. And hopefully we'll see each other soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey friends, so that wraps it up for season two of One Thing in Common podcast. Y'all, I had so much fun recording each episode with every guest that I had on. We touched on so many different topics from mental health to redefining failure, relationships, perseverance, shame, social media, dating, marriage, boundaries, forgiveness, and so much more. As season two comes to an end, I will be taking a month off from recording and social media to recharge my own batteries. As I mentioned before, I'm a firm believer in resting and resting well. That means putting the phone away and really being present in my day-to-day. And then going into the month of May, I'm going to start recording and preparing for season three. So with that being said, season three of One Thing in Common podcast will begin on Monday, June 7th. Y'all... It really is an honor that I get to have and share these conversations with you all. That's really been the vision of this podcast from the beginning. I always told myself, man, these conversations that I get to have with my friends, with my family, filled with so much wisdom and knowledge and gold, I just wish other people could hear what I'm hearing. And that's exactly what's been happening on this podcast. And to see the responses from people that have really been Uh, positively impacted by them just makes me so, so happy. Y'all, it will be a two-month break if you have not caught up on all the episodes. That gives you more than enough time to check them out. Also, if you enjoyed the episodes, please share it with your friends and your family and tag us at One Thing in Common podcast on social media. Y'all, I love you guys so much. I appreciate the love and support that you have all showed It means so much to me. And let me just tell you, we are just getting started. I hope you have a wonderful two months and see y'all on June 7th.